0: Welcome to the I Say All That To Say This podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Before we get to that, we'd like to tell you about those that make this podcast possible.
1: Let me tell you about our friends over at Sovereign Financial. Mike Cuckle and Will Hines are incredibly gifted at taking care of you and your investments. They are both good friends of mine, and I trust them with my family's future. They not only focus on your ROI, but they also do in-depth research and investigation so you can rest assured that you are only investing in like-minded companies. They call it biblically responsible investing. You can reach out to them at SovereignFIN.com to make an appointment. Again, that's sovereignfin. Dot com to make an appointment and if you tell them you heard about them on the podcast they will also give you a free portfolio review and consultation welcome to the i say all that to say
2: this podcast
1: an outreach of impact sports international
3: we seek to use sports as a vehicle to take the gospel to the hard to reach the lost and, and the I've forgotten, forgotten. <laughs> whether that is just 10 minutes down the road or on the other side of the world here is your host here's your host
0: here's your host here's your host john andrews Welcome back to the I Say All That To Say This podcast. I am not your normal host, producer Jimmy. Uh, John Andrews is actually working his own golf tournament today. So we're actually the 2023 Impact Sports International or Invitational, I should say, golf tournament. I'm looking out over the beautiful putting green right now and uh, seeing golfers and participants load their bags up on their golf cart, getting ready for the morning flight, people getting practice putts in to see the speeds of the greens, registration, hopping and jiving. Um, we are excited about what is to come today. Getting to hang out and see all the people that support and and love the ministry of Impact Sports International, but also getting a good round of golf in. Um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to play today. Uh, I don't know if they would want me to play, but um, today you are going to be hearing a little bit from those that have supported Impact Sports International over the years, um, financially, but also uh, by going on trips, by being involved in mission missions efforts that. Uh, uh, they, uh, over the, over the years. So, um, we're really excited, um, to uh, let you hear from some of these, uh, interviewees and, uh, excited to just kind of let you know about, um, what it's like to be involved with the ministry of impact sports. So hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening once again. And do the, do me a favor. If you have not already, um, go down and what, whether it's on Spotify, uh, Apple, uh, Apple podcast or whatever your mode of podcast listening is, uh, subscribe, follow, hit all the buttons, share, be sure to let other people know about this podcast so we can get the word out just uh, so we can uh, get other people in the know about Impact Sports International. So do that for us. Uh, go like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram and all the other fun places. Um, and be sure to share and let somebody know about the I Say All That to Say this podcast. So hope you enjoy today's podcast and uh, li- hearing from um, some of our Uh, guests, some of our participants in the golf tournament, but also those that have helped and supported the ministry along the years. All right, welcome back. I am now actually looking at the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. John Andrews. John, welcome to your podcast.
1: Thank you, producer Jimmy. (laughs) It's so good to be here. So glad to be on this side of the table.
0: So let's start from the beginning here. Um, what year does this make for the uh, Impact Sports Golf Invitational?
1: We had our first tournament in 2006. So you're uh, the you're a year we started.
0: You're a veteran at this point.
1: Yeah, I, I would like to be able to say that this runs itself, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. Um, but it's pretty close. I mean, it it it. Uh, you know, we've changed courses a few times. We've had it at right. uh, four different courses through the years we came back to carolina a couple of years ago tim dunlap the new owner here has been more than gracious to to help us and and uh wants us here and it's nice to be wanted sometimes (laughs) and um and so we've we've started out at carolina and then went away for a few years and then came back
0: so so how big is this for you um just to kind of give people a little peek behind the curtain of course with with respect of no numbers or anything like that but as far as a uh, ministry fundraiser for impact
1: mm-hmm.
0: how big of a day is this for you
1: uh, this produces a quarter of our uh, our annual revenue probably okay. um, just because of the the sponsors and the people that come alongside and then there's some things that, that people do uh, graciously in addition to um, in, in addition to their teams or right. something else we had I had a guy walk up um, he obviously doesn't want to be named but he walked up and handed me a check above and beyond what they did for the tournament that's awesome. and said put this towards uh towards the work
0: that's awesome so that's awesome so uh, do you actually get to play on on a day like today man or?
1: no i i think if if we took all of the holes that i have played during our, our tournament uh i might have gotten a full round in there have mm-hmm. been a couple of times where teams had you know they were missing a person and asked me to come out and play four or five holes with them and two holes here and I'd I'd walk up to a group of friends sometimes and start talking trash and play one hole with them and <laughs>
0: uh, and then it didn't go well for you and you're like actually
1: I'm done. uh one of my best golf stories ever comes from this tournament one of my best moments ever um we had tried to um we had tried to start this tournament in Columbia as well uh it was a one and done deal it didn't go over right. uh, incredible wasn't incredibly successful um but I was uh Jay Haas, who's a longtime supporter, uh, host of the tournament, I taught and coached his kids, so we go way back. Um, Jay was gracious enough to go to Columbia with us and play, and one of the teams, the team he was playing with, had some guys that I was good friends with. So I followed them around a few holes and was talking smack to them, uh, as only you should do on the golf course. And saying, "Come on, guys! You know this. This is. I mean, Jay's carrying you guys. It's right. a captain choice format, so you pick the best shot every time. And and that's that's. I mean, Jay's. They're taking Jay's shot every time. It's right. Like, come on, you, you obviously. can obviously offer something. You know, to the <laughs> team, and just kind of have this ongoing smack talk for a couple of holes. Right. So uh, let me set the stage here. It's a par three downhill, about 155 yards, but it's 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 way below your feet, so it's playing about 143." It's late in the afternoon, sun starting set to your 2 o'clock, just gorgeous setting. Wind? Uh, Wind was variable, light and variable from the east um, at 3 miles an hour.
0: So you pulled out. Do you want to know what the barometer was? The barometric pressure (laughs) was
1: 6. I don't even know if that's a possibility or not. 8-iron, 9-iron? Well, it would have been... had I been playing my clubs, here's the thing. I'm talking smack to the guys. You already make it Everybody misses the green except for Jay. And I'm I'm giving him giving up the road. And come on, guys, Jay's just carrying you. And Jay hit, and he knocked it within eight feet of the hole, which uh, a pro should do, right? Well, he's standing, oh, still standing over where he hit the ball from, and he looked up at me and said, hey, okay, John, big boy, come on down here. Come on, and get it. it. And I said I don't have my clubs with me. And he held out his club, which obviously his, the club he's holding in his hand costs more than my whole set, yep. probably. But he said, "Here you go." I said, "No, no, no. You're too short. My clubs are longer. Uh, I that, I can't." He said, "Listen, it's not the club. It's the person swinging the club." <laughs> and I said, "Well, I don't have a ball." And he pulled one out of his pocket and dropped it. You I made mean,
0: I, the, you made the bold mistake of talking trash to a PGA pro.
1: Well. You know, you it sh- is Jay Haas. Yes. You, you got to shoot your shot. So <laughs> oh uh, I, I, I walk up. He hands me the club, puts the ball on the ground, and I'm you know i doing all the things I've seen on TV. Now, let's say at this point in time I am a novice golfer, okay? But Jay doesn't know that. He just knows that I've been talking trash. So I get over the ball, and I realize I've known Jay at this point in time for probably 15 years. Right. He's been at our tournament now for five or six years. I've been in golf settings with Jay around for a lot longer than that, and this is the first time. As I'm standing over the ball, this is the first time I'm going to swing in his presence, and it hit me <laughs> as I'm crying. standing over the ball. And as my knees began to knock, I said, uh, "Man, Jay, I can't do this. I hadn't warmed up. I'm tight." He said, "Hit the ball." <laughs> I just got tired of my excuses. Just let me say, "Hit the ball." Well. It, you know, if you guys listening can picture a golfer swinging like they're supposed to, and they swing and they hold their fall through just like on the PGA logo, and they stand there and they pose and they watch the ball Admire hit. matter the shot. Yes. Yeah. I can't do that, okay? So, I don't know if it's because I'm tall. I don't know what it is. But almost always when I swing through, my body weight carries me forward, and I can't, I can't pose because I'm, I'm having to step forward to catch myself.
0: Please tell me you fell.
1: Uh, well, I'll tell you I fell. I didn't, <laughs> but if you really want me to say that, I will. No. I did not fall, and I didn't even hit, get off balance. I swung, and this is one of a handful of times at this point in my life where I've stayed on balance and was able to pose, and I hit it, and it was tracking right towards the hole, so I wanted to pose, and I watched it, and it just drifted down slowly and softly. It was in slow motion. And it just landed on the green and rolled up about four feet inside of Jay's ball.
0: Please tell me you did the Happy Gilmore.
1: Oh, my. No, I didn't do the Happy oh. Gilmore. But.
0: Somebody's closer.
1: <laughs> actually, uh, it might have been before Happy Gilmore came out. Now I think about it. Uh, it would have been a good, good line for sure. But I'm posing, right? I didn't fall. Everything was perfect. Ball rolled inside of his ball within about four feet of the hole. And I'm still standing there. Long since I should have walked away. And I'm still in the pose. And Jay said, John, you can quit posing now. <laughs> and I looked at him and I held his club out like he did to go. me. And I just <laughs> dropped it and walked away.
0: <laughs> You're gonna do that. You couldn't do that again if somebody paid you to.
1: Absolutely not. But oh, in
0: that man. moment. That was great. Thank it you, It was Lord. the
1: stuff legends are made of.
0: So, um, just kind of shameless plug moment. I know that a lot of times even looking at registration right now, I'm seeing the banner with all the people, uh, all the businesses and all those things. Any big shout outs, thank yous, people that you just want to take just a couple of seconds and say, Hey, really appreciate these people.
1: Well, at a station, uh, based out of Crossville, Tennessee, they're our presenting sponsor, and they go above and beyond the call of duty, and, and they're so very gracious to us yep. in the support of the ministry. In fact, they're not even here playing today. That's that's, that's the amazing. amazing thing. They yep. just uh, opened it up for some pastors to come play and, and learn more about the ministry. Cool. So just beyond their dollars, they're trying to help us more because they, uh, mm-hmm. they want more and more churches to know about what Impact Sports is and what we do and how they might could be involved. And yep. so at a station, Jeff Becker, um, Herschel Becker, they're, they're fantastic. Um, uh, Maddox Transformers This mm-hmm. year uh, Is our ball And hat sponsor That's cool So every hat That somebody has on Every ball That somebody's hitting Well not every ball That somebody's hitting But we give everybody A sleeve of balls They all have the Maddox That's cool. logo on it Yep and uh, of course, our international and national sponsors, and I would I'm not going to name those because I'll miss somebody and I'll make somebody mad. Yep. But they are they are more than gracious every year. But a big
0: shout yeah, big shout out to the international and national sponsors. Um, if somebody wants to maybe get on the docket for next year to support or help or, or give you reach out to you and say, John, I want to be a part of this. Um, how can they do that?
1: ImpactSportsOnline.org, uh, and if you really want to get fancy, ImpactSportsOnline.org/slash/golf also yeah and, and, and for you golfers that's spelled g-o-l-f
0: <laughs> and we're also we're uh, we're we're already starting to put together the schedule for the uh the podcast in 2024 uh-huh gonna gonna carry that up op- over so um we're always open to suggestions there too right yeah I, i'm assuming i'm kind of putting you on the spot on that one so well uh thanks for giving me the 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 steering wheel for today i know that's a big Big thing of sign of trust. I mean, I appreciate it. Well,
1: my steering wheel wouldn't work if it weren't for you in the first place. So I feel it's okay to give it back to you a little while and let you steer. But thank you for doing this. And uh, like I said, it's it's nice to be on this side of the table for once.
0: Awesome, John. Thank you for your time. Thank you. All right, we're back here now with uh, Pastor, correct, Jerry Madden. I I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to give you the respect. As of yesterday, I was. (laughs) You got your ordination out of, a, off, of a, off of a Kellogg's box, or some, some
4: Wheaties. Am <laughs> I Wheaties?
0: No, um, but uh, Pastor, you have been uh, the pastor at Praise Cathedral for many years now. How, how many years now? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um, we we know a, a lot of the same people, um, um, but uh, being at Praise Cathedral, um, I want to ask you a big question. Right. A lot of a lot of pastors are involved in supporting many many ministries. Uh, throughout the giving of their church. Um, and I know with praise, um, when you look at your annual budget each year, there's a lot of people that probably come calling and asking for support um, through uh, through your missional giving. Right. Um, but I've been kind of on both sides of it. I've, I've done student ministry, and I've seen, you know, how to do the budget and how all the budget things work. And, you, you know, there's a lot of prayer and a lot of thought and a lot sure. of conversation that goes on on that missional giving side. So I just want to ask you the big question, Pastor. Why, of all the ministries, does Praise Cathedral choose to support Impact Sports?
5: It comes down to leadership. Uh, we know the people who lead this organization, and we've known them since they began to lead this organization. And they they personify gospel integrity. Uh, we have a very giving church, but with that comes responsibility of trust right. and. So we have to, whoever we're supporting and whoever we're partnering with, we have to trust them. We have to trust not only that they will take the investment we make and use it as they say they're going to use it, but we also have to to trust the integrity of the gospel they're presenting. Mm -hmm. And Impact Sports personifies that from the leadership all the way down.
0: So how many, uh, y'all been involved in giving to Impact Sports for how many years?
5: Ever since the organization began.
0: So as you have gone along... Um, maybe the pastor of the ministry that, that knows Impact and they're looking at Impact, um, how have how have they been about or um, how has that integrity been displayed as you've seen through the years with with John and Impact and, and, and how he has ran the ministry of Impact Sports?
5: Well, we we have firsthand knowledge. We've had several people in our church who have participated in the ministry firsthand. Uh, my own son has has done that in, in years gone by, and several of the several of the men and women church have been firsthand there, so they see it. Right, they come back, they report it. Uh, the ministry is very good at reporting to us how the resources are being utilized, right. and we they they stay in close contact with us. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times you give to a missions cause and you never hear from them again until it's time for a request for another for a donation. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, uh, so, so the accountability is, is there and right. the integrity is there, and, right. and that's just what we look for in, right. in missional giving.
0: So the, the organization that may be on the fence and supporting a ministry like Impact Sports, um, what would you say to encourage them to kind of go ahead and take the plunge and, and get involved?
5: Uh, invest the time. Uh, leadership of Impact Sports will meet with you They'll involve you. Uh, you know, it's not just that they're asking for, a don- here, give me a donation and let me go. Uh, they want you to be actively involved mm-hmm. in what they're doing beyond a donation. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Uh, you, you know, I would say don't just in- get involved by giving money. Get involved by giving your time and, right. and promoting it among your people.
0: Right. Well, Pastor Man, thank you so much for... Uh, sitting down with us, sure. I hope that um, today is a low-scoring day on the course for you.
4: <laughs> it uh, won't matter.
0: <laughs> it won't matter. I know, especially, we're, we're kind of perched right here at the clubhouse at Carolina Country Club, and we're kind of looking out on, uh, I don't know what hole this is, but it's a beautiful sunrise. I, I we're don't either. We're taking it uh, all in. The dew's still kind of rising up off the ground. I'm and, just
5: looking for a deer to walk across <laughs> the fairway. You know, it's a gorgeous, I usually play in the afternoon right. in this thing. So, <laughs> so to play in the morning, it's really nice.
0: You didn't bring a, a 12-gauge in your golf bag, I did you? I did not. <laughs> Awesome, awesome Well, Pastor Jerry Madden, thank you so much for sitting down with us We appreciate it, and hope you have a great round Thank you much Well, welcome back I'm actually sitting here with uh, Mr. Andy Rogers Andy Andy is a middle school principal But he has been involved with Impact Sports for a very long time Andy, do us a little favor real quick Tell us about how you got involved with Impact Sports And then we'll kind of go from there
2: Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So I've been with Impact Sports from the very beginning. Uh, once uh, there was a project underway, the director reached out and said, "Hey, we've got an opportunity to go play softball inside some prisons. What do you think about that?" Well, you had me hooked at softball. You didn't want to? You, were you crazy about going back to prison? Well, it was actually the first time <laughs> I've been in prison. <laughs> yeah, uh, but just to be able to have that opportunity, and you know, understood that. Really nothing to worry about, just right. something different. Your right. surroundings were different, still going into play. But, you know, once I went the first time, I was hooked and wanted to go on every single trip that there's been offered. So right. um, I think over the close to 20 years that Impact Sports has been
0: together, right. you know, I've probably been on every prison trip but maybe four or five. Oh, so. that's cool. So your background in, in athletics, kind of sports, what sports have you did you play growing up? And what, what kind of sport did you take to as, a, as maybe a child or a young teenager? So
2: my generation growing up is a lot different than this generation to where we could separate sports into different seasons. You yep. played football for a few months and you went and played basketball. You can't for do a few that months. now. Then you, you played baseball. You can't do that now. You cannot do that now. Yeah. But played baseball and basketball in high school and then went to college and played four years of baseball there. So that was my connection. And, again, that opportunity to go and play softball, which is something I always enjoy doing, was there. And, you know, once I went the first time, never wanted to miss out.
0: Right. So, so a person that is, is listening to this podcast and maybe has never done missional work to the capacity that you've been involved, um, share, like, can you recall the first time you walked in with Impact Sports doing prison ministry or, or whatever it may have been? Like what, 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 did, what did you experience during that time?
2: Well, like I said, the, the softball component right. drew me in, Right. but then once I went in for the first time, played all day against the inmates, and just right. had that chance to fellowship with other members of Impact Sports and seeing our purpose, Right. that's what had me hooked, and mm-hmm. I, I remember saying this uh, after the first time and, and just really feeling it more than saying it was... For the first time, it felt like you were going to play for a purpose instead of just going to play for pleasure. Right, right. And so that that draw right there, just you know, knowing that you could actually make a difference mm-hmm. for somebody, yeah. and being able to pour out into them, and just you know, having that opportunity to witness and things yeah. like that, and watch
0: people actually accept Christ inside of a prison facility. That that's so cool, and always to see. And that's that's a lot of times people. Uh, you, impact sports does mission work all over the world and a lot of times that's usually unless you're a part of the team that goes into the to the prison you don't see kind of what happens and how everything affects and how everything kind of unfolds um, as you have have been involved with impact sports but also uh, in your educational career um, as, a, as a middle school principal how has what you have learned with impact sports um, carried over into the the educational environment so to speak what what truths what things have you pulled and uh what have you learned that has helped you out in your career as an educator
2: yeah sure so you know when you go into a prison these are men just like us Mm -hmm. you know they made a mistake a lot of times they're just the ones that got caught and so try to have that same compassion that same mercy that same grace and understanding for things that you deal with on an everyday basis, working in a school setting where you have over a thousand kids and, you know, a hundred staff members that work with you and it's not everybody's perfect. People are going to make mistakes and just really try to show that same mercy and compassion. Although there are times where, (laughs) you know, you have to be the judge and you have to drop the hammer from time to time. but. At the same time, know that that's a a consequence that's being handed out based off of something that you did, not something that I don't like you or... Yeah. You know, I'm mad at you or something like that.
0: But it's always good to put a little fear in 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 the the heart of a of a middle school child, saying that you've been to prison. So, yeah. um, that's always a good thing. So, well, Andy, thanks, man. I really appreciate you sitting down with us here at the golf tournament. Good luck on your round. Yes, I hope sir. you uh, shoot. Sh- are, are you playing today? First off, oh you yes, are, sir. Okay. And I, and I and I love your uh, North Greenville baseball hat, fellow alum. Are you? I don't know if you went to North Greenville or not. I gra- I graduated from North Greenville in '06. So same here '02. Um, okay. Awesome, awesome. Well, glad uh, glad you're here. Thanks for sitting down. Thank you for your involvement with Impact Sports, um, and really appreciate you, brother.
2: Absolutely appreciate you. Thank you.
0: Well, we're back here now um, with a local legend, almost <laughs> kind of. I don't <laughs> know if you could call yourself a legend. I, I think your business is legendary um, because you you see the. Uh, the vans and the the cars all around downtown Spartanburg but um I'm sitting here with Mr. Brad Coggins of of the of Coggins Flo- is Coggins Flowers correct? Coggins Flowers Coggins yes. Flowers um tell us a little bit about Coggins uh, I know it's a it's been a family business so how long y'all been operating just tell us a little bit about Coggins yeah
6: so um my grandmother started Coggins Flowers back in 1956 um she started out in a little hole in the wall on Magnolia Street, uh wow. just doing, you know, stuff for people in her family, weddings right. and things. Mm-hmm. Um, she was involved in uh, first Baptist downtown and um, yep. just had a lot of uh, connections and people wanting her to uh, do their weddings and it just started you know just kind of out of her home and like I said that that first little store on Magnolia Street um, right and I think they were there probably about 10 years before they realized hey we gotta, gotta get, get our own space bigger. here yeah, yeah. so and um, moved down the street to north you know right near the hospital um, we didn't move to where we are now till uh, mid seventies. Um, but yeah, my grandmother made a huge impact in how she built the business. You know, her business or uh, her mentality was, I want to serve the community as her. Wow. wow. And, you know, she was really big about helping people to share their emotions, right. um, which can be a difficult thing for right. some people. So Absolutely. her thing was, let the flowers say it for you. Yeah. You know, let us do the talking for you. You just come in and we'll right. take care of the rest. So that's kind of how it got so, going.
0: So you're a local business guy that's involved with impact sports how did that happen how did you get involved initially with impact sports like what was your first kind of encounters experiences with uh with impact sports
6: yeah so my first uh encounter with impact sports was back in 2006 i believe it was a um, good friend of mine gable Sullivan, um had called me up i think they had a missions conference at anderson mill uh, baptist church and He called me up and said, hey, man, I've really got something I think you'd be interested in being a part of. Um, We're going to go to another country, play basketball, and tell people about Jesus.
0: Sign me up. I'm like,
6: where do I sign up? I'm ready to (laughs) go. Um, So, yeah, that was my first introduction. So uh, the trip was to a city in Southeastern Asia. Okay. Um, So um, just complete culture shock obviously you know going that's my first time out of the country right um and so but the impact that it had on my life was just tremendous and just seeing that you know there are people that did not grow up the way i grew up right. and, and do not have the same beliefs or you know have the same views mm-hmm. or the same opportunities to hear the same right. stuff. so um very eye-opening experience for me
0: so this translated into your involvement with impact personally when did it make the jump with you going? Wait a minute. How can I get Coggins Flowers involved with the Ministry of Impact Sports?
6: Well, that started um, the year I took over Coggins Flowers. So my mm-hmm. dad retired in 2020. Right. Um, so in July 2020, um, uh, that me and my sister and my brother took over the business from my dad, mm-hmm. and uh, I knew right away that my my vision of what I wanted to see the business be was about serving the community mm-hmm. and and about serving. Um, serving the lord in that and how can we proclaim his name through that so um i thought what better way than to partner with the the ministry that helped mm. me
0: to kind of change my life around so wow. yeah and and i think that it goes back to the john andrews story of finding a way to step outside of the boat yes. you know the whole utterly you know it's a shameless plug yes but but it, literally it's a book as a result of the stories that John has has seen transpire through the people that have been involved with the ministry of Impact Sports, and this is your kind of stepping. That that first trip trip was kind of your stepping outside the boat moment. How long had you sat as a follower of Christ and 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 thought like that was too far? Like how long was that where you how many years went by where you just kind of sat and thought man that that's you know the mission trips the the involvement like that is that's for somebody that's this like a super christian yeah
6: so i came to know the lord early in my life uh, i was 10 years old right. so through high school and into my early years of college i would say that you know i had done some local outreach things around uh, the state of south carolina right but nothing outside of that and i never really comprehended that i would ever have an opportunity i mean the to go outside the uh, the country to proclaim your faith somewhere else always mm. seemed like that was a job for missionaries. Wow! You know, that was a job for somebody else. Right. That was a job right. for pastors. That was a job for you know ministers. And and I'm just a lay person. I'm not going to be able <laughs> to take this anywhere. But right. I think it it definitely opened up my
0: eyes to the understanding that we all play a role in, right. in sharing God's love with the people of the world. Man, that's awesome. And and so that translated initially uh, you know over into being involved with Coggins. And, and this is just a great, yet yet again, just another story about um, just taking what the Lord's given you and being faithful with it in your personal life, but then also in your business life and turning it back into an investing into um, the Ministry of Impact Sports. Brad, man, thanks for sitting down with me. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for sharing your story. Um, and thank you for your support as a uh, band partner to the Ministry of Impact Sports. Absolutely. Thank right. you. <laughs> Well, we're now sitting here with Mr. Craig Lambert. Craig, um, you are a businessman in the area. Um, so, man, thanks for sitting down with us, first of all. But thanks for giving of your time. You're actually, uh, you showed up early this morning. You were, you're part of the team that's helping make this golf tournament uh, go on. Are you, are you playing today?
3: No, I'm not playing. <laughs> I gave the game up probably about a year ago that- after 35 years of less than stellar performance. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of wives listening to this podcast right now going, I wish my husband would do the same. <laughs> well,
3: There's only room for so many hobbies. And uh, my last tournament that I played in, I just thought, you know, I didn't enjoy that a whole lot. <laughs> and I didn't play real well. It was the first time in like three years. So I'm a lefty. So uh, I gave my youngest daughter's fiance my left-handed uh, bag. Oh, wow. So okay. hopefully he'll play a lot better than I did with them.
0: Now, you you have supported Impact Sports uh, through the years, um, uh, through your businesses. I want to do a couple things first. Tell us a little bit about maybe your two main businesses, Creature Comforts and Southern Diction, a little bit about them, what they do. Um, but then also we're going to kind of uh, parlay that, if you will, um, into being a BAM partner, a business's missions partner with Impact Sports. So tell us a little bit about Creature Comforts in uh, Southern Dictionary.
3: Yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> I have several businesses open right now, but the the main one that um, my wife and I have done together, Creature Comforts Veterinary Resort and Suites, um, luxury pet hotel, for veterinarians seeing clients as a general practice, surgery, that type thing, Monday through Friday, and then seven days a week for the boarding. And then we do a five-day-a-week day camp service as mm-hmm. well. And um, – so, just a neat way to connect with the community through their pets, and uh we have seen some incredible things happen through that business um i could I could you know probably should write a book about some of the stories, yeah. and maybe one day will yeah, but uh we've had you know uh employees that were born again uh heavily influenced we've wow. sent people away on marriage conferences, saw their marriage be restored That's beautiful. um awesome. saw a client give his life to Christ in the lobby two weeks before he died. Um, had a lady come in that was suicidal and, um, my wife and I spent considerable time in an exam room with her and, you know, she came back the next week, hugged her neck and had gotten some help. And so just crazy things, man, other than business, you know, but that's what we feel like we're called to do. Um, is to have an impact and then some people would say wow he's a really mean person you know <laughs> it hasn't always worked out you know right because we are fallible but right. um, but i've tried to do my best right you know and she has as well i'm really not tied in with that business anymore right day to day but um but i'm still you know praying for him and working hard mm-hmm. to see it you know be successful and then southern diction is a, a clothing company um You know, I started, I got a trademark protection on a list of pithy sayings in the South and um, T-shirts, hats, koozies right now. The main thing that I've done with it is nothing because I'm trying to sell it to um, <laughs> yeah. somebody big. Right. And so I've made some presentations and from some pretty big companies. Right. And I've had some interest and had one guy who's got one of the most successful clothing lines in the South yeah. uh, look at me and say, man, I love it. I think it's a great idea, but I just don't have the time to put into it. Right. But uh, good luck. You know, let me yeah. give you some pointers. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. But we've, we've got an online store, thesoutherndiction.com. You're right. welcome to go out there. Uh, check it out But it's just funny Some yeah. of the things we say It's light hearted It's clean Right You know it's family Friendly yep. kind of thing So uh.
0: And it is, uh, it's sayings That you don't realize That are That are local to the area Which we're, we're We reside in um, I, I Didn't know That you had This other company mm-hmm. And I always Just kind of looked at Oh there's Craig Creature Comforts That's But um, I was in the office The other day At Impact And John Hands a koozie to me Yeah And, and it's just Hashtag OV a I R. Yeah, and I was like, over, oh, and I had to say it to myself two or three times. I was like, oh, there, What kind of company is this? Over oh, what? Over oh, and and it's over oh, there. over there. Yeah, and uh, where are we going to meet? Over uh, over up And yeah. and that's another one too. I've you want, got up air, uh, up there over there, been there. <laughs> yeah, and and that's really what Southern Diction does, and 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 fixing yeah. to, and and yeah. been there, been that. Yeah, um, the original
3: but, one was B U D S E Y E L I K E.
0: B U D S. B U
3: D E Y E S L I K E.
0: S L I K E. L I K E. That was
3: the original word. She said, Do you want another biscuit? But I was like, I'm full as a tick.
0: (laughs) Sitting there going, buddy's yeah. like, but buddy. like, yeah, oh, and that's what that's the whole thing so, about Southern yeah. Diction, right. you, you laugh, and, and it's a really cool company. Go check them out, Southern Diction, the, the Southern. Southern Diction. Com. Yeah, yeah, okay.
3: find us on social media if you want.
0: Yeah. Now, you have uh, you recently went overseas with Impact Sports. Now, you've mm-hmm. been a long time board member. How, yeah. many, how many years have you served on the board? I, only the not
3: the long time board member, but a long time <laughs> supporter, right. Um probably two years on the board and maybe
0: 15 years as a supporter. I don't even know, okay, at and, least. And and this past spring was it? It was the first time that you got on a got on a plane to head to the Middle East. That's right. Yeah. So what was going through your mind when you made the commitment?
3: Um, you know, so John had asked me. I used to play basketball, and mm-hmm. that ship has sailed now at my mm-hmm. age. And my knee says otherwise. So. Um, could set up for a few set shots. That's about it. Right. He would ask me for years, Hey, go to, go to Asia with us and play ball. Right. Go to Asia with us and play ball. I'm like, "Ah, I just can't this year. I got so many commitments. Well then, you know, all of a sudden you realize, wow, I can't. Yeah. So I felt like, man, I've just missed my time, you know? Mm -hmm. So then he says, Hey, let's go get some lunch. I said, okay. And he said, uh, we're going to go to the most remote place we've ever been. We're going to sleep outside. (laughs) It's going to be about 115 degrees every day. It's going to be in the desert. Yep. Um, Not really sure about the food situation. Yep. Um, You know, we're going to uh, be 24 to 36 hours away by Jeep from the nearest place. Mm -hmm. Or we can charter a plane and and fly over the desert for that length of time. You picked a good one for your first trip. And he says, (laughs) and I really feel like you need to go. And I looked at him and I said, you are the worst salesman i have ever met in my life i, mean, I said you got to work on your pitch man yeah. you know so i said you know the fact that i don't want to go probably means i'm supposed to go right um let me let me talk to my wife you know and so i went back well i'm just going to be honest and i've told i told john this um i did not think i was going to come back from that trip mm. and i wasn't scared about it but you know i'm a young grandfather you know as far yeah. as grandfathers go um 54 and I've got three grandsons and a granddaughter on the way, and they are certainly my number one ministry with my family. And I said, I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. I didn't tell anybody, but I knew I wasn't coming back. Mm -hmm. So I went on that trip thinking this is it. Like the day we left, we left in the afternoon because Mm -hmm. of the time changes and everything. I walked around my house yard property and I like to farm and I've got a greenhouse and I had a lot of things cooking at that point. And I just walked around. I said, Lord, this is the last time I'm going to see all this. Wow. And I said, I trust you. You're going to take care of my family and I'm just going to go, man. Yeah. So I consider it to be one of the more, I don't know, man, gutsy things that I've done for the kingdom. I mean, because I just said, I'll go, you know, and it just felt incredibly peaceful. And and I say all that to say this. Yeah,
0: pun intended, right?
3: um, The last night we were there, Mm -hmm. we were having dinner and John looked at the table of us and he said, my wife (laughs) for the first time in all my ministry said you're not coming back from this trip and I looked at him I said you're kidding me and he said no and I looked at her I said of course I'm coming back you know I've got things to do blah blah, wow. blah. and I looked at him and I said I didn't think I was coming back I came here thinking this I'm not it. coming back yeah so I mean so I told John Andrews how did this change you know it would be interesting one day to find out um what God orchestrated to either change those results or maybe it was just a test, right? right. Yeah. So anyway, crazy,
0: well, crazy it, stuff. And I know in my, my walk with Christ, uh, there, there was a moment where the, the message of Galatians, um, Galatians 2.20, for me to live as Christ and to die as gain mm-hmm. message resonated. And and as you're telling me the story, I'm sitting here thinking about it, you know, uh, Craig to not take it too personal here. But but a lot of times I know in my personal walk with Christ, I've I've had to have those moments to where I've had to die to myself mm-hmm. and, and come back. And, and God, God may have had to take us all the way to the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, God took me to Romania to show me that. God took wow. me to Brazil to show me that several times. So that's the thing that's like kind of thinking in the back of my head, man. You know, you're sitting here as a business owner going I've got a lot of things moving, rocking and rolling, and and going very well. And 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 you're walking around with, with everything that you've built with your family for your family, and you're going, well, this is it. Mm. And and you had that in the almost almost an Abraham Isaac moment. That's cool stuff. That that's the stuff that i think that people with impact sports Mm. they don't get to hear because a lot of times with with the podcast they're like oh john's talking to a guy that's the the chaplain for the new orleans saints or a guy that's baylor you know the baylor baylor university chaplain or uh, this person over here that person over there Uh, you're a person that's Mm. intimately involved with the ministry of impact sports and you sit right here and you tell well i'm just not I'm not just a person that donates and writes a check to Impact Sports. Mm-hmm. I'm a person that believes in the ministry of Impact Sports. Um, and, and I, you know, I've got all these lists of questions, and it's crazy because you basically answered why you give to Impact Sports, mm-hmm. why you support Impact Sports, all of these things just in one thing. Yeah. Um, well, I know. would
3: say this, that even in the business world, and, and I have started a business before where I risk literally everything I had ever worked for. Mm-hmm literally down to everything but my 401k and then I eventually had yeah. to use that money to keep it going. Wow. <laughs> so I have been to the very edge of like are you serious lord? Yep. Like where the attorney looks at you and says, "Hey, you're crazy. when you guys sign he <laughs> did. And he said when you guys sign this next round of papers, um there is no plan B." That's it. Hey, yep. can I go to the bathroom, you know? So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> go in there and you're like, "Lord, I'm telling you, you know, because what I've determined though was that success in the kingdom is defined by obedience right wow and that's what it is and that's what i had to teach that that same son we were talking about earlier right um you know he was like daddy you've got great things going we you we got a great home could we lose our home and and i'm like man we could lose it all dude and he started to kind of spin out of control and i looked at him and i said hey buddy we're already successful and he goes well we haven't even started this yet right how could we be successful? I said, because success in the kingdom is defined by obedience, man.
0: Wow. The results are up to God. We're doing what we know we were called to do. Wow. And so you're a man that has, has literally walked through the process of, of seeing what it looks to get outside your boat and, and, and God kind of pulling you. Big time, and I guess, man. I mean, <laughs> not, really, I you know, not to be disrespectful, Craig, but it's not a. I guess just sitting here listening to you, man. It is. It, this is how God's pulled you out out of your boat, man. Yeah, and and showing you, hey, this is. You may not be the guy that 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 can take and leave everything and 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 go overseas and and live, but you're taking the resources that God has given you, and you're using them for the kingdom, and. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that the people that are listening right now, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but um, just hearing these few stories, it's literally, you're showing how God has blessed your ministry, but your business too, and you've taken what God has given you and given it back to the kingdom. So um, that's the biggest testimony as to why to invest in a a ministry like Impact Sports. Mm -hmm. You've basically, this has been a wonderful Commercial, so to speak, for Impact Sports. So, Craig, yeah. I, I, I hate I hate to cut this time off because I know there's a lot more great stories, but I really appreciate you. Thank you for sitting down with me um, and sharing these stories, man. It's been a pleasure. All right, I'm here with Jody Cochran. Jody is a uh, has been involved with Impact Sports. In multiple capacities, and I'm gonna let him have the privilege of kind of telling how he has been involved with Impact Sports over the years. Um, but he's also a good friend to the ministry, uh, a good friend to John and the staff, and and he he's literally a guy that that if there's any need out there, he he will he will meet it in any way that he can. So, Jody, welcome to the podcast, first off. Glad you're here. Um, Thank you. um, If there's any way uh, possible, just take a couple of seconds and share with, like, the ways, one, maybe how you've gotten involved with Impact Sports, but then also the capacities that you have served and are serving with Impact Sports.
4: Back in 2006, um, I uh, I grew up playing sports. I grew up loving sports. And I'm with John Andrews in a gym playing basketball at 5 o'clock in the morning. And he says, hey, (laughs) who would you like, uh, who would like to go to Asia, do this and tell people about Jesus? And I'd never thought about that before, but it was like the Lord had said, I've given you a love for this. Um, You enjoy doing it. Why not do it on the other side of the world and share my name? Wow. That was in 2006. Um, I've got to go to Asia three times. Um, I've been in prison. Four or five times, and uh, I serve on the board of directors now for Impact Sports.
0: So, the capacity in which you have served overseas, and then also been in uh, served in prisons. What what are the big differences between the two capacities that Impact Sports does ministry? Like, what what have you seen over the years with that?
4: As far as um, like uh, being overseas, yeah. being in Asia, you're in a completely different culture, uh, different dialect. Um, And what really struck me was seeing these people and seeing them, trying to see them through the eyes of Jesus. Mm. And it it took me outside of my small circle in South Carolina Mm. and showed me that Jesus died for the world, Mm. not just the people that I normally see in South Carolina. Yeah. And being in prison, what struck me being there every time was uh, these people are no different than I am. Mm. Um, we're all sinners. We're all guilty. Um, we're in just, we're in two different places right now, mm-hmm. but these people are no different than I am.
0: Yeah. And and so all of your involvement over the years with Impact Sports has, has kind of uh, leewayed or, or, or led you into a serving as a member of the board of directors. Give us a peek behind the curtain as to, John's genuine heart Is is it just a front Or is it Tell us a little bit About John's heart uh, For the ministry Does he walk the walk Essentially Is what I'm asking you
4: Well I get the privilege Of hanging out with John In Multiple Capacities I would Mm -hmm. say Yeah Um, I've been on the Basketball court With John Been on the golf course With John Right I've been on overseas uh, Trips with John Mm. Everything that he does Has got the big picture In mind Yeah Everything he talks about, everything he does, you can see his heart coming out in taking the Gospels all over the world. Mm. Um, it's it's in the plans that he makes every day. It's in the plans that he makes for the coming years. Right. His vision is in everything that he does, and it's very impressive to be around.
0: Wow, cool. So kind of maybe the final question as we wrap up, uh, several capacities we've sat here in just this short time, talked about with you and your wife's involvement with y'all—y'all y'all don't just you don't just go on the trips and, and serve on the board, um, you know. Respectfully, y- y'all invest in the ministry of Impact Sports so much, uh, or or y'all invest in the ministry of Impact Sports. Um, why do y'all believe in the ministry of Impact Sports so much?
4: Well, as I said, growing up playing sports from the age of four or five to even now um my boys i have two boys they played sports from the age of 4 or 5 to even now mm. to me sports is such a vehicle that we use we can bond with strangers over it mm. you know we can have a good time people we don't know yep. and sports can go places that nothing else can mm. what has struck me the most is the lord has said i've given you a love for this mm-hmm. and there are ways you can use this to glorify me mm. And Impact Sports is the best way that I've found.
0: Wow. So it's, it's all through your involvement with Impact, you have literally, uh, your trips, your your initial involvement, serving in prison ministries with them, um, going overseas with them, serving on the board of directors, it literally has been your stepping outside of the boat and using your uh, what God has given you to take and, and the means to take the gospel to the ends of the earth, man. That That's an awesome story.
4: Yeah, I fully believe that God's given each one of us something that we just love. Right. Something that we love, something we love to do. Yep. And I think there's a purpose in honoring him in everything. And sports has just been what he's given me.
0: Absolutely. Well, Jody, thank you for your time, man. I really appreciate it. And thank you for sitting down with us here at the table. And uh, I say all that to say this. Thank you. As a reminder, we release this podcast on the first and third Tuesdays of every month. If you're brand new to the podcast, you can go back and check out episode one to learn a little bit more about impact sports, what we do, but more importantly, why we do it. If you'd like to hear more from us, we send out a weekly email devotional called Thoughts from Outside the Boat. If you'd like to sign up to get those devotionals go to utterlyamazed.com and sign up right there on the homepage to find out more about our ministry you can go to impactsportsonline.org or you can follow us on social media at impactsportsint on instagram and impactsportsinternational on facebook we'll see you next time on i say all that to say this